0: Hey everybody, welcome back to another edition of the On The Rocks podcast, presented by the Denver Post. This is sports writer Kyle Newman, live from Forest Field, and I'm joined by my colleagues Patrick Saunders and Sean Keeler. And I say live, we're live here in the stairwell. We are, we're in the bowels
1: (laughs) of Forest Field. Studio D.
0: The uh, Beat Writer Studio, as we'll call it. Um, And we got a lot of good topics here. Kingpin struggles. Rockies continue to struggle against the G-men as we've seen during this homestand and of course the Dodgers have been a problem too. We'll break that down. Chris Bryant returning to the lineup on Friday against the Mets. That's his expected return. He's in Albuquerque right now. He's been on the IL since April 29th. We'll go into his return and the state of the rotation, the rotation not quite performing up to the standards. Buddy Black would have hoped preseason of course and hence the Rockies' recent struggle. So Patrick and Sean, let's just start off with the, the kingpin struggles. What is it, 13 straight against the G-men <laughs> that they've lost or 12 straight? 12. 12, we're... they're going for 13 today.
2: It's, yeah, they're going
0: for <laughs> it. Okay, I want to throw out a stat to you
2: guys. This this boggled my mind. When the Giants on Tuesday night beat the Rockies for the 12th consecutive time, uh, it is the longest straight. the 12-game streak is – the best streak by the Giants against a single opponent since they were the New York Giants back in 1945 and 46 against Philadelphia. That tells you how crazy it is that the Giants have been this dominant against the Rocks. And eight of those wins have been right here at Coors Field. The Dodgers and the Giants, they own the Rockies. And there's a bunch of reasons for it, but I think part of it is those two teams know how to win right? They get big hits in big moments. They make the right plays at the right times. And you look at the Giants' lineup, Sean. Yeah, they've got some some good players, but on
1: paper they shouldn't be that dominant. That thir- 12 in a row. Yeah, oh, it's right. not. A, when you look at the Dodgers, you see, we joked, Alabama, Akron. There is yes. a, there's a gap in money. There's a gap in talent. The Dodgers have that on 90% of the big leagues. Giants, not so much. What you have is you have a somebody on paper that should be closer to your, your weight class, but just does everything that you want to do better. The starting pitching is better. The defense is sound. They don't beat themselves. I don't know Gabe Kapler well. You see them a lot more than I do. I'm impressed at how sound the Giants are comparatively, and certainly compared to the Rockies where all those little things you've got to do to be an 80-win-and-better team with this roster in this division, they failed the last couple weeks. And it's, it's, a, it's a kind of a, a fine margins, and they're not on the right side of it. And the Giants, it seems, always are. And I wonder how much, and you've addressed this to Buddy Black, mentally that gets in you. It's not like football. It's not like basketball where we, you know we get concentrated on streaks all the time. And, you know, the Chiefs, Broncos, for example, we focus on that. But it's a daily thing, and it's got to wear on you, seeing a team 19 times. And you know that, you know, here we go again. But I just think it has now, to wear on.
2: I agree, and you mentioned about the way the Rocks have been playing lately, particularly defensively. Uh, talking about wearing, I think it's wearing about Black. That series in Philadelphia, uh, the last road trip, uh, was the worst brand of baseball in the Bud Black era that I've ever seen this mm-hmm. team on. Uh, it's frustrating for him. The defense is in bad last night. Brendan Rodgers committed two more errors at second base. Uh, Ryan McMahon already has more errors this year at third than he had all of last season.
0: Yeah, what's going on with him? Really? Let's break that down. Uh, you know,
2: I asked I ask, uh, Ryan Mack this the other night because Buddy Black's theory was that uh, a lot of the airs have come on do or die plays. And he thinks that Ryan Mack may be forcing a little too much. Right, thinking ahead of time, the other night he made an air, bases loaded, tried to get the guy at the plate, ended up boggling it. I put that theory by Ryan McMahon. I'm not sure he bought it completely. He said, I'm not gonna stop making those kinds of plays or trying to make those kinds of plays because he made them all last year when arguably he sh- maybe should have won the gold glove over Nolan. Arnado. Uh, but I think some of its focus, uh, I do not buy the theory that some readers have pitched to me that it's because he signed a big contract and now he's become lackadaisical. I think that's BS. That's not the case in Rimex, uh situation. Uh, it's just a perfect storm of bad for the Rockies right now. And Fielding's part of the problem, which gets back to the Giants who won 107 games last year. <laughs> and knocked the Dodgers off the pedestal in the NL West after the Dodgers won eight straight. Seriously, who thought they were a 107-win team? No, no. Yet, I don't know, they're not gonna win 100 games this year, I don't think. But as you mentioned, Sean, they do a lot of things right. The little things and the big things. They hit key home runs at big times. Uh, they pummel colorado pitching of course field no question
1: they have a great plan i remember we're talking about tuesday night's game and know most folks were focused on the avs based on the attendance and <laughs> general interest but was it lastelle had a home run on the second pitch he did. chad chad Kuhl's going to have some regret some regression is coming no question. And it's but it's coming a lot faster and harder than even I thought it would, uh, <laughs> like to the almost opposite extreme where you don't want it 0 3, 7 for like four starts to to set you right. Uh, but they they have a plan and they execute, it and that starts at the top down. You know, I think that there's I know Bill Schmidt is is still kind of figuring out some of the big buttons to push. despite being an organization for a while, but I, I tend to find that the teams that have that they don't make it up in dollars can make it up with coaching and planning and, and with game prep. And I think that the Giants do that right now in the NL West as well as anybody. Agreed.
0: And Sean, you said the Rockies. I mean, Giants should be in their weight class, right? But it's yeah. not just, it hasn't just been Kapler and the current GM for the Giants. It's, it goes back before that to the Bochy era. I mean, it's, Giants have been excelling in a whole different realm for a long time now. Unexpected championships, expected championships, starting pitching. And I don't see the Rockies making up that ground between them and the Giants or the Dodgers, who obviously the farm system comparison is pretty out of whack there. So uh, we could be riding a, we could be seeing history here with number thirteen, right? What kind of history would this make, Patrick? Would this be history? Well, for the Rockies, it would make it
2: their second longest losing streak to a single opponent in their franchise history. Currently, the, they're tied with the Dodgers and the Giants. The Braves. In the inception of the franchise, I th- think I have my numbers right. I think the Braves beat the Rockies fifteen or sixteen
1: consecutive I think times. It's nineteen or eighteen or nineteen. I looked at the huge. notes last night. Yeah, it was and, huge. And that was the, the apex of the Cox era, or the yes, tail end yeah. of the Cox era versus an expansion team. Right. Um, and it probably hurts a little less than that. In that that there's that context, and it wasn't a division game where you're going right. to get nineteen twenty of these a year. Yeah, back then the, the Braves field. were uh, seven. Yeah, seven, and they
2: were they seven. were the class of the yeah. National League, even if they didn't win as many World Series as they thought they should have so
0: again this is the on the rocks podcast brought to you by the Denver Post Kyle Newman Patrick Saunders Sean Keeler but hey don't worry Chris Bryant is coming back after the G-men leave town of course he's returning expectedly Friday against the Mets he's been on the IL as I mentioned since April 29th with a back injury was originally 10-day IL he blew past that but he's been in Albuquerque Patrick we'll start with you what did what Black have to say on his impending return and how he's feeling?
2: Well, he played for the Isotopes last night, Tuesday night, went one for three. I think they took him out of the game in the seventh inning, not because there were complications, just, you know, they're taking it piecemeal. Uh, hit the ball hard by all accounts, one for three. Uh, you know, he, he's much improved. I mean, he was to the point, Kyle, uh, when this injury first cropped up, he said he couldn't bend over enough in the outfield. He thought he was hurting the team. Right. He had an injection, took away a lot of the inflammation and the soreness. MRIs, etc., have shown, you know, no major structural damage. It's, crossed his fingers, is not, a, you know, a really severe injury or anything of that kind. But you know, he has yet to hit a home run in a Rockies uniform, and he, they need that from him. Average is down to about 288. Uh, they need home runs. CJ Krohn right now. Uh, although Grichik has hit one last night and has helped, uh, that was part of the whole plan with getting Chris Bryant was power. More power. Yeah, more power, and they need that. Uh, Not just here at Coors, where they've been putting up some pretty big numbers, they need it to help them win on the road, which of course they've fallen into their old pattern. So hopefully when Bryant gets back, uh, he will be the Chris Bryant that they thought they were getting for seven years, 182 million dollars somebody who can play a better brand of left field somebody who can hit for average and also you know at this stage maybe even still give him 25 home runs a lot of doubles some rbis uh, because so far he has not come through with men on base Uh, it's been disappointing but he's been injured so it's kind of tough to to make a complete judgment on Chris Bryant at this point.
1: So, what's the spin from
0: you, Mr. Kieran?
2: No,
1: I think Patrick hits the nail on the head, as as usual. And I think it's it's a balancing the road issue that uh, Chris and Chris Bryant has talked about that. When I remember the opening day news conference, when you know he kind of laid it out for us here at Coors before he made his home debut, that he said, "I I don't care about the difference in elevation, the Coors hangover, as you call it, to either side." Uh, I can hit anywhere and I've proven that I can get a team that can hit anywhere. Well, you can't do that in Albuquerque and you can't do that on the IL. Um, that's got to be fixed. Five of their last 13 or 14 games this month, I want to say they've scored three runs or less. Um, it's, it's a schizophrenic offense. And when you <laughs> – Patrick and I we are speaking the obvious. When you have a schizophrenic offense and a schizophrenic pitching, you're, you're you're literally throwing the craps dice every day of what kind of results you're going to get, and that's how you end up being 17, 18, 17, 17 on down the line because so you have days when you're up 10 to 4 or days when you lose 10 to 7. Um, and I don't think they've been able to get in, much to Buddy's frustration. I'm sure they haven't been able to get that consistency. And some of that consistency isn't because they're missing Chris Bryant because they're scoring a lot of runs at home. Last night, being a very feels like a very typical game for them yeah. in a lot of ways. If the starting pitching fails and the fielding fails, they're gonna have a hard time, especially in oh, the, the ballparks sco- team too. And the yeah, and the bullpen's been borderline disastrous with moments. So I, that Royal series, I know fans are upset about it. And speaking as more of an AL Central fan myself, uh, those are home series you can't lose. No, uh, especially in that division.
2: Yeah, the Rockies bullpen. Uh, I haven't looked since after last night, but. I think their ERA, bullpen ERA, was 5-6-0, which was by far the worst in the majors. And for the first two weeks of the season, they had the best bullpen ERA. Now, we knew that was unsustainable, but um, outside of Daniel Bard, who's had some hiccups, but he's done pretty well, although he did lose two games in a row. Uh, and Tyler Kinley, who's been awesome. Uh, boy, the rest of that bullpen is really shaky right now
0: so final thing before we move on to the last subject will the return of chris bryant give this team a boost as the rockies have been reeling here going back to the road trip and now this homestand yeah it's got to right i mean
2: or better let's put it that way
0: if it doesn't they need him 182
2: million dollars to be a, a middling player he's got to be an impact player and as sean just mentioned you know their next road trip maybe they can get things right they're playing two very low on the totem pole the team. lower weight. Yeah, lower, lower weight. Lower Pittsburgh, weight. With, although they never play well, Pittsburgh, and then they go to D.C. Yeah. Uh, Chris Bryant comes back, uh, maybe gives them a boost, maybe they break that road hex and start winning again. Um, we'll see, but bottom line is he's got to help, right? I mean, he adds depth, uh, makes pitchers work harder. The harder pitchers work, the more prone they are to make mistakes with the other batters. Uh, it can only help the Rockies. Chris Bryant coming back.
1: Giants Mets home stand. You know we joke about whether that's a measuring stick or not because the Mets have all their – they're going to be Dodgers East and throw throw money yeah. at any problem they have and work and then throw money in the case of. Uh, of uh, Cano to go away. It, yeah. If the problem forty. What did they pay? Yeah. Oh, something absurd. Forty-six yeah. million you know, dollars. They paid to thanks go away very much. Yeah. That's so. You know, very much a, a Yankees-Dodgers take that way, and you knew it would be eventually yeah. on that side. Of it's, it. not it's not like
2: the, the Rockies Rock. Rock. would ever
1: pay another team to take a salary <laughs> of a star a, player, ball? would it? No, only like to Only a minimum of fifty million. Okay. You know, All right. It's, Cano's not there. Who would that be? But, Never But 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 to that point, I think this road trip coming up is going to be a better measuring stick of where they really are. With two teams that should be, again, below their weight or at their weight if they're playing well. Uh, and with Bryant back in a chance to, like when they go on the road against the Rangers and Tigers, you gotta got get some wins there. It's a, it's a shot. And I think if that doesn't go well, I, I think if you're a Rockies fan, you've gotta be concerned. Because yeah. I think the Nats and Pirates are dead in the water, where they are respectfully. And they're looking at you coming and going, here we go. Kind of like when the they go to the Phillies. Yeah. You know, the Phillies come here and they're, they're Aquaman out of water, but then you gotta to go to the ocean and you gotta take them on. Right. Bad nerd analogy, but you get where I'm going. <laughs> Love it. Uh, maybe the Rockies are Aquaman, and we're, we're all underwater. We're all underwater here, literally. Uh, but the point stands. I'll be very curious how that road trip goes for so them. I really
2: will. Yeah. Be. No, you're right. It's a good litmus test.
1: And this is the
0: On the Rocks podcast. Kyle Newman alongside Patrick Saunders, Sean Keeler here in the writer's studio at <laughs> course. Uh, studio. Excuse all the doors opening and closing. We, You turn on the studio light. I said, i live. Right? I did. Oh my gosh. Anyways, final topic on the show here the state of the rotation. Now, Rocks started the season 15 and 11. They've lost nine of their last 11, and in that span, a team ERA of 6.32. Starters are pitching with a 6.08 ERA. Now, of course, defense, as we mentioned, not helping them out. Rock's got 29 errors. That's fourth most in the majors. And they lead the National League with 27 unearned runs. But bottom line, this starting rotation hasn't been good enough. Kyle Freeland early scuffles. Ermar Marcus hasn't been himself. Sends a now on the injured list. Chad Cool was like the savior early, and that's not a good sign. Um, where we go from here, Patrick?
2: Yeah, they, they have to. They have to get better, right? Starts this afternoon. In just a few minutes, we're going to see Kyle Freeling going against the Giants in a day game. You know, Kyle's been all over the board. He uh, was terrific in Arizona. He got their one win on their last road trip. He looked to me. Like Kyle Freeland, Circuit 2018. That's how good he was in my Ooh. mind that day. That's that a big day. Okay. But then he came back against the Royals and did not look good. You know, we all know he, You know, he's a technician. He's not a power guy. If he's on and he's spotting his pitches, he's terrific. If not, he gets hit. Uh, the big concern to me remains Armand Marcus, mm-hmm. right? Because I talked to him this morning, uh, and I asked him point blank. He said two years ago or I think it was two years ago, pre-COVID, he had said, I think I've got the kind of stuff to be a Cy Young award winner. I asked him today, do you still feel that way? And he said, yes. He said, I can get through this when I'm going through, lack of fastball command, all his other troubles. I think I can be that kind of pitcher. I'm not so sure myself. Uh, I don't know if the Rockies will ever have a Cy Young award winner, truthfully. But...
0: It would take a damn... It would,
2: it would. I mean, a ball to what Baldo was second or third back in 2010 I think he was second
0: and then Freeland was fourth. yes
2: yeah. but to my my main point here is there's more there with Erman the talent's still there uh, velocity on his fastball is still there maybe not quite as often he doesn't hit the top end this but he needs to discover who he is at this stage of his career and he's struggling to do that right now uh, you know I think Gomber's is a decent third starter, middle-of-the-rotation starter. Chad Cool, fifth starter for $3 million. It's what you
0: get out of him.
2: Yeah, you know what? And he's not always going to be as bad as he was last night, but he's not going to be as good as he was early. But you can do a lot worse than Chad Cool as a fifth starter, right? I mean, they saw before, who, who did they have? They had Chico. Uh, Chi-Chi. Chi-Chi. Chi-Chi Gonzalez. They had Chi-Chi, great guy, but a very... For a pitcher, right? Years
0: before that, Tim Melville, <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: So, yeah. so yeah, I mean, Sensatella has his moments. Now we'll see how long he's out with his back injury. But the Rockies thought the rotation was going to be the strength of the team, it still could be.
0: Still could be, but is it could like, be. pretty gloomy and gloomy now, Keeler? Or
1: we're getting to what I have a thirty-eight win, a thirty-win, thirty-eight game barrier where I don't really start. You know, I tell you, I don't start judging things till we get closer to Memorial Day. Snapshot. I think Rick Hahn of the White Sox says you have to take a snapshot yeah. of the season. I, I take my my quarter-length snapshot about that time at the end of this week. Because we're about a fifth of the we're week. We're gonna fifth. Of the yeah, season. yeah. So now now you can now you can start taking some numbers. You get hundred at bats, you get 9, 10 starts for guy. I think then you build up a, a body of work that it's fair to judge or make first impressions on. Marquez is my disappointment of the season to this, and Bryant's running second on injuries as much as anything else to that point. Cause that rotation was supposed to carry this and I'm worried of what i've seen especially on the road i was looking up the career numbers real quick he's a 3 i think I believe he's a 391 390 lifetime away from cores and 10 over he's 0 2 with like a 6 10 you're talking about hermon uh, mark, mark Hermione, yeah and i think he's 605 yeah. through 2 or 3 away starts now the baseball card says the cool regression will go the other way theoretically that maybe he and chad cool switch slots uh in terms of performance but I'm going up to this uh, broken record. This road trip's going to have to show that, doesn't it? He's going to get at least one of those, if not two, uh, against bad to middling off. I mean, Washington's offense has some studs. Uh, It's a good healthy chance. If I don't see it there, I'm going to be concerned coming back here. Coors is what it is. He's he's a run over ERA-wise already through his first three or four home starts, but he's two runs over on the road. Um, I know. I'm going back to that. That's you get bad teams away, you got to be able to get something out of that and, and hold serve at home, and they haven't been able to do either one, uh, and that next week is going to be telling that way for him, too.
2: Well, and the truth of the matter is, Herman, who was a first-time All-Star last year and was incredibly good last June, leaning up toward the All-Star game. Post-All-Star game last year, and particularly his last six weeks of the season, he wasn't good. He was a 6-plus ERA, um, looked okay in spring training. That yeah, was excellent in the second game of the year against the Dodgers, beat them with seven innings. Uh, but since then, he's been very middle of the road. Uh, he believes in himself. I think Bud Black believes in him. His teammates believe in him. Uh, but he's not a kid anymore, right? I mean, he's, he's been around for a while. It's time for him, if he really wants to be you know, an ace, and maybe not a true ace, but at least the ace
1: of this staff, uh, he's, gotta,
2: he's gotta turn it on like now.
1: In, in my short window here, I've seen this team go as the top three in the rotation and the back three in the bullpen go. Period. Yeah. Every season, eighteen on and eighteen was pretty good to excellent, yeah. and it's been a struggle ever since. But for one of those three rotation legs, not Herman, um, a lot of those years, but more so this year, Kyle Freeland being one of those who's fallen off uh, in nineteen, especially as you pointed out, uh, they go as those those legs go and. The bullpen back two has been okay. The third leg has been tough to find. And those starting legs have just been been subpar. And, and incons- we're back to the inconsistent thing where you don't know what you're going to get. It's great if you like a- I would hate in this legal betting age to wager on the Rockies because I'm not sure what you're going to get. Oh, no, I have no clue. And you throw Coors Field in the <laughs> equation? Yeah, no way. I'm you can't mean last night
2: Rockies down 10-2 to two, and then they score five, five in the two. seventh? and. You know, or the other night, what uh, was it Sunday or whatever it was? Oh, seven, they can, yeah, seven, seven runs seven. And then, seven yeah. and then they lose.
1: Right.
2: I mean, geez.
1: Other than take the
0: over.
2: But no, take it's fine. I love covering games that last three hours and 40 minutes, <laughs> which turn on a dime in the eighth or ninth inning. You have to totally rewrite your whole story on deadline. Not that I'm complaining i love that
0: you got great chops though so
1: you're you're happy (laughs) he's fast Again,
0: this has been the on the rocks podcast again kyle Freeland going today in the series finale against the giants off day thursday then friday saturday sunday the mets come to town kb returns to the lineup and Ehrman takes the bump on friday for the series opener oh and by the way
2: there's a chance it might snow on friday
0: welcome new york mets welcome i'll be out of the state track meet with keeler yeah maybe may be
1: joining you there is that the great equalizer snow here yeah you think i wonder what it's
0: like to pull down the snow i don't think we're going to see any state records that. yeah and airman does not like pitching in the cold no, so God. we'll see if he can get on track in the chilliness again this will be the on the rocks podcast head to denverpost.com rockies to listen to more analysis kyle newman patrick saunders and sean keeler on the show here today Appreciate listening in to today's show. And until next week, folks, take it easy.